the American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must take America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. We must take America back as liberty weeps, our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. All right, folks, we're back. Second hour of the National Intel Report. Michael Herzog, your host. Now, um... Okay. Oh, a little bit of technical difficulty there, folks. Anyway, um, I'm. we're waiting on Murmur. If you're out there listening, uh, Julie's trying to get a hold of you on Skype and bring you up online. Um, I don't know. Hold on just a second here. I don't know what happened there. Uh, hope I'm having not having microphone problems again. Um, but at any rate, um, yeah, Julie, let me know when you've got her on the line. But anyway, uh, I had kept us a little bit with uh, uh, Mara. I actually called into her show Sunday and invited her up because uh, her and I ran across some pretty interesting information. And like I said, I cannot really confirm or deny, but on the on the subject of what I'm hearing come out from the investigations, I guess, that Tim Ballard has done and also with what J- Jim Caviezel has said and Mel Gibson, that uh, – I lean a lot more to it being true than false. And the question arises, folks, that is there more to this uh, biolab thing in Ukraine than what we're being told? And in accordance with one report, uh, it's the Russian government that is claiming that they are finding um, evidence of this in Ukraine. So... Again, you know, I'm not going to confirm or deny. I'm going to leave it up to you. But I'm I'm starting to get these reports from several different um, uh, people, credible people. You know, I don't know whether you consider Putin credible, but <laughs> but I have to tell you, as far as diplomatically or pragmatically speaking, in all of this, in watching and looking at the body language of everyone involved, I have to lend more credence to uh, Vladimir Putin at this point than I would with, uh, well, John Kirby or Joe Biden or Corrine Jean-Pierre or any of these people. Uh, Mer Bailey, are you with me? I think so. Can you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can hear you. Did you, I, did, you have, did you happen to catch the first hour? Yes, I did. Yes. You yes. did? I just okay. missed this last couple minutes trying to figure out Skype. I'm pretty green with it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I was uh, I was hoping you weren't going to just, you know, do uh, pull pull what what happened to what, what Roger Sales when he invited who was it? I can't remember. Um, you know, and, and he stiffed him. But anyway, <laughs> off time. Okay, and what I was talking about now, I'm ta- I'm talking about I'm I'm focusing on three different moles today. One is the immigration problem. Another is you know the documentation and so forth. But also the the child trafficking is more along the lines of what 
I know I, I'd like to have you expound on a little bit and share with the audience your findings on some of the stuff that you've uncovered. Um, because I'm starting to hear this from a number of different sources. And as I mentioned earlier, Mur, you know, we've seen this rear its ugly head over time, going all the way back to the Franklin cover-up in 1988. You know, so this has been going on for 40 years, and they always succeed in, you know, pounding that mole down with a mallet, and then it goes away for a while. But now it's surfacing again based upon this movie. Um, but you want to you want to go with child trafficking? You want to go with organ harvesting? The adrenochrome <laughs> sacrifice? Where do you want to start? There's a shopping list, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty gross. Yeah, we could we could do some child trafficking. I think. Uh, yeah, because it's so it's so awful and so so involved, and you and probably even more than forty years. But from what we know, you know, from that revelation back then with Boys Town and everything you know, in Omaha, Nebraska, but, uh, you know, they're, they've got free pickings now too, of all these immigrants, so-called invader, whatever people coming in over the border. But we have to remember too, that in January, it was really made official, the North American union. So that would explain all the open borders. You know? Well, you know, and I, I thought about this more and I'm thinking, you know, no wonder they don't want to close it down and they're, denying it it's a smorgasbord yeah it's it's you know it's a conveyor belt i mean they're just coming over in droves and they can pick and choose who they want and rojas says oh eighty five thousand or that's the ones documented they're missing where did they go you know right. it, it it reminded me when i was in the emergency room in the philippines you know and there was people outside in the emergency room with 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 you know bones hanging out of their legs and so forth you know and uh I had a nurse, I, I, she she asked me, she says, what are you here for? And I said, I'm here to get an x-ray, but nobody pays any attention to me. And she says, oh, well, we're getting ready to go to lunch anyway at noon. We won't be back till one thirty. You know, it's like, oh, well, if you die in the meantime, that's too bad. 85,000 are missing. And they're going, oh, well, <laughs> you know, well, we can't find them. Oh, I think they can find them. I think they know where they're at, you know. Yeah. It, that's where the evidence is leading. Go ahead. Can, I mean, yeah, and there's way more, way more than 85,000, way, way more. You know, and it's not just this country, and it's for all kind of reasons. And there's even breeder farms, okay? And even use some of these girls' schools where they will, I don't know if they drug them so they don't know what's going on, but they'll impregnate them, and then they'll take the fetus from them before their full term. And um, in some of these um, ceremonies, to jump over to that, because it's all connected, uh, one of the headdresses for these mothers of darkness or whatever has these one-inch uh, human being baby skulls, you know, like beads around the uh, top of the hat, right? The crown of oh. the hat. Yeah. Uh, so so, so we're, we're talking about aborted fetuses? Is that right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, just the little skulls, inch across. So they have to know exactly, you know, when to take them so they get just what they want. Well, you know, and, and who was it? I think it was Caviezel that mentioned, uh, or maybe it was Ballard. I watched an interview with him, too, where he was talking about in these, you know, anytime there's a tragedy, whether it's a hurricane or a tornado or a war or whatever, these people take advantage of that because there's a lot of chaos, a lot of confusion. And in, in Ukraine, and I'll share this with the audience, back before I went to the Philippines, I was looking at about I – was, I was investigating about 10 different countries to relocate. And, you know, they included Ecuador. They included Costa Rica. They included, you know, the Philippines and, and so forth. Ukraine was on that list. And at the time, I had – had conversations with it was a dating site you know and, and i had had conversations with a few ladies over in ukraine very difficult to do because you know their their english wasn't very good um but at that time and this is back in 2018 okay uh, more than uh more than one of them was talking about the the confusion the chaos the ongoing war in the country and at the, i didn't know anything about it at the time but Ukraine is a prime target for all of this, for the sex. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. the, the Slavic countries have some of the most beautiful women in the world, mm -hmm. in Russia, in Ukraine, and so forth. And this is part of it, I think. But, you know, 
getting back to this whole organization, this evidently has been going on. I, from what I understand, correct me if I'm wrong, but these biolabs were built over there during the Obama administration. Is that what you gather? Yeah, that's what I gather. I don't know if it's true, but, you know, yeah, apparently so. And they have NATO stores of ammo, you know, so. Okay, uh, but <laughs> but what's happening, I mean, these people, I mean, these the children, for one, and as I mentioned earlier, these people that are coming in from the Darien Gap into these camps, they're coming from everywhere. They're mm-hmm. coming from Haiti. They're coming from the Middle East. They're coming from, um, you know, Guatemala. They're coming from South America. And they're being trained. They're being educated. They're being schooled by these administrators, like what I ran into in Tucson, telling them how to address, how to come across, how to communicate, how to be aggressive and claim asylum when they're coming into this country. And the sad part about it is these people, most of them innocent, I'm sure, some of them nefarious or non-innocent, they have no idea what they're getting into or getting involved in, and they're risking their lives to do it, Murr, by coming through that gap. Yeah. You know, So these children that are coming up missing, I mean... We know that once they get to the United States, by this administrator I talked to at the Juvenile Hall in Phoenix, or in uh, Tucson, they're being dispersed through several places in the country. But she said they all have sponsors. That's impossible. That's a lie. There's too many people, too many millions of people. There's not that many people in the country that would sponsor somebody, and I know what that means. Do you know what sponsoring means, uh, Yeah. Yeah. Would you explain it, though? Maybe it might be. Well, when... Some of you may recall, I was married for a short period of time to a a Scottish woman. And in order for her to gain citizenship, I had to sponsor her. And what that meant was that that I had to go through a whole bunch of government bureaucratic BS, you know, and, you know, show my income and show all of this stuff. Um, And this was a long process. It took a long time. Uh, It took... If I remember correctly, the whole process took about anywhere between a year and a half and two years to get completed, which, by the way, it never was with her. But that's how the legal process works. So when this administrator at this facility told me that, oh, yeah, they all have sponsors and they're being you know, placed. We're just waiting on them. It's a, a temporary holding facility until they're shipped off to their sponsors. These people just arrived, Murr. Okay, and they're coming in busload by busload four, five, six times a day in the middle of the night, and then they're being shipped off via airplanes and buses or whatever to, you know, they're, they're being supplied EBT cards. Or they're getting free medical assistance through what is called access here in Arizona. Um, so all of this is on the taxpayer dime. And the, the, the statement that this woman made about, oh, yeah, well, you know, we're just uh, uh, their sponsors and we're going to ship them off. That's impossible. There aren't that many people in the country that would step up to the plate. And by the way, as I said, the sponsorship takes a year and a half to two years. These and people it costs, are coming. It costs money, too, right? It, oh, it costs tens of thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. So I knew. I knew that that was a lie, but I never had a chance to address it with her because as we were speaking, a bus pulled up, and 50 more of them got off the bus. They went in and sat down, you know, in, a, in this it's a gymnasium at Juvenile Hall. That's what it is. And they all sit down. They're handed water. And the lady says, excuse me, I have to go address these people. She went up and sp- started speaking in Spanish. I filmed it. have no idea what she said. But all these people were happy and clapping, and, you know, <laughs> they were, you know, they were excited and elated about what was being fed to them, and I call it Kool-Aid. Um, but then you fall you, you fall back on eighty five thousand, according to the government's records, uh, of the children that have been just lost. And out of that group of fifty, I would say there was probably, I would say probably eight to ten of them were under eighteen. A couple of infants, but the question is where do they go? And it goes back to this conveyor belt, this smorgasbord of. Imagine, Mur. They're all under our control or those people's control, the cabal's control. And mm-hmm. they can pick and choose where they want want them to go. They can separate whoever they want. They can send back whoever they want. They can do whatever they want with these people. Yeah. So yeah. So the question so so let's let's dig down into this for a bit. Um, 
let's go into the the uh, ad- and, and I, I know this is ugly, folks, for 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 some people to listen to, but it's got to be put out here. Let's go to the adrenochrome aspect for a moment. Um, the we we've seen this, you know. Uh, I've seen it in a couple of different movies where they mention it. It's this big taboo subject; nobody wants to mention it. And blah 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 blah. But that you ran across and you sent me an email mm-hmm. on a document that mm-hmm. I evidently there is a company, and I believe it's out of uh, is it the UK or or Canada? Well, I think uh, they. I'm not sure where the headquarters was, but there's. It's in four different countries. Actually, I think the address they gave us New York City. Okay, um, I, I briefly looked at it last week, and the only thing I caught out of it was I think it was the initial CYM. Yeah, um, but actually, I think a- it was in in Trump Tower. Is the address? So who knows whether that was? I mean, there could be in there. Why not? Why wouldn't they? You know. Um, Well, yeah, that would raise the question, is it right under Trump's nose or is he involved in this as well? But the bottom line is there's a lot of there's a lot of offices in those buildings is what I'm saying. I'm sure he wouldn't even be familiar with all of what goes on in there. Yeah. um, But but the 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 initials for the company, it's it's CYM. Is it an LLC? Uh, I don't remember seeing an LLC. Yeah, and it okay. stands for for um, caring is youth, and youth is money, and money is freedom. I forgot to add that part before. <laughs> okay, so this is a company that are, 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 do you know whether these are the people that are, because I, I noticed there's a long list they had of names of people or children that have been abducted that are currently in detention facilities. Mm-hmm. All, over, all over the world, and they're using these people, and they're putting out reports. And I, again, I mentioned at the, the beginning of the show, folks, I can't confirm or deny this, but I lean more towards believing it than non-believing it because oh, yeah. of what I'm hearing. And there's a list of literally thousands of detainees. It gives their age. It gives their names. It gives um, you know where they're being held, I believe, and what's happening to these people with little notes in there, you know, like little Jimmy's suicidal. And so they have a, and, and then there's an expiration date on there, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if to, they actually do manage to commit suicide, there's nothing about them. They're just gone. They're just off the record, but they incarcerate them as young as three years old. And I don't think any of them make it to 12. Well, and, and then the next question is posed, what Jim Caviezel brought up. Remember, $77 a barrel for oil, 77000 for a barrel full of body parts. Mm-hmm. They commit suicide. Do they throw these body parts in there and sell them for 77000 a apiece? Well, sure. Or, or after they kill them. You know, sometimes they torture them to death. And then, then there's the hunting parties. Did you see about that? I didn't get that far. Um, yes. But, but, but yeah, let's go to the hunting parties next. But first I want to say, I want you to do the math on this, folks. Thousands, just take 85,000, okay, which are documented. The government has already admitted that. Multiply that by 77,000 apiece, and then we'll talk about the cost of adrenochrome. But, okay, go ahead and expound a bit on the hunting parties. Uh, Yes, when they are ready to be disposed of, if they haven't reached that already, they have uh, regular hunting parties. uh, Well, there's four countries, apparently, Canada and America and Mexico and Costa Rica. And um, they'll even have a list of the names of some of these people that go on these hunting parties. And we heard about it with Cheney and with Herbert Walker Bush, you know, George Herbert Walker, Scherf, whatever. And um, Fiona Barnett is one that has talked about that. She was known as Candy Girl, and she's in Australia. So it's worldwide, you know. It's not just this country, of course or those just those four countries and they have brokers everywhere but they have these regular hunting parties where they hunt these children down and kill them well and one of these remember this came out i don't even remember how many years ago it was when Ch- dick cheney shot his, shot his lawyer in the face yes. <laughs> and the lawyer apologizes yeah yeah okay so so i'm just wondering if that happens <laughs> 
Yeah, my face. I'm sorry, my face got in your way. Uh, but but you know the, the the question arises: Is that one of those hunting parties? So when they get ready to to you know uh, exterminate these people, you know after they've done everything God knows under the sun to them, then they launch them like they would with what, what do you call it, Hunger Games, and they track them down. They they track them down, kill them, throw them in a barrel, and sell them for seventy seven thousand dollars. Um, I think they actually get much more than that um, in specific cases and different things, you know. Well, I I had looked, uh, and this was, oh God, it it had to be maybe a year ago or so where I was looking at the price. You know, everybody is worth so much, you know, the eyes, the liver, the kidneys and so forth for organ donorships, right? Mm -hmm. If you, you know, they want you to be an organ donor if you go to the hospital. But it seemed to me like off the top of my head, a body is worth something like, when you talk about all the parts, you know, like 1.3 or 1.4 million dollars per body. So there's a massive amount of money in this, mm-hmm. you know, and it's and it's all black money. It's none of it's, you know, uh, it's not taxable for the American citizen. But, you know, um, I, I don't know. We got a break coming up here, Julie. Um, I'm looking at the clock and I don't hear any music. So anyway, um, I guess I'll hear the music if the break if the break comes up. But anyway, if you if you take the massive amount of money for, you know, the extraction, let's go with the adrenochrome for a moment. Now, you had uh, you had talked about per milligram. It was I think it was per milligram is like the cost of an ounce of gold is like nineteen hundred and twenty five dollars or something like that. Something like that. The gold was nineteen sixty five and the milligram of adrenochrome was like nineteen twenty eight or something like that. And. But of course, then if you multiply it, how many milligrams in an ounce, it comes out to 54,400,000 some an ounce. Now, 54 million sounds like an astronomical figure for most of us. However, if you do the math on the the sex trafficking, the organ trafficking, the uh, the drug trafficking and so forth, and you realize that these people, I mean, these cartels, the Sinaloa cartel, uh, the other cartel, the guy was busted, I don't remember his name now, but, you know, the palatial places that they live, the amount of money, that and we were talking about billions and billions of dollars, so $54 million for an ounce, especially if they cut it up like cocaine or if they're delivering it out at their parties and selling it to their fellow celebrities, you know, there's a massive, uh, it's almost an underground economy, I would say tantamount to the uh, general budget of the United States government. Would you agree? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is what uh, it, it is what underlies this whole financial system is this child sacrificing, which adrenochrome is a part of. And now this Jesse Sapodar said that apparently um, she thinks that they put this adrenochrome in soldiers' food to make them more aggressive and is probably why they so readily commit suicide when they come back to so many of them. Uh, the last figure I saw was 23 of them a day. But then if you also equate in, and I want to bring this up, you equate in the the congressional salaries or the Senate salaries or even the presidential salaries of these people, you know, serving the American people. Um, and then you see where they live and you see the amount of money that you can Google online, like Nancy Pelosi's worth two hundred million or whatever, and they claim that you know, well, it's you know because um, her her husband Paul, you know, is a, a stock trader and she gives him insider information. But no, I think it's more than that. And and the other thing is, is if you take something, first of all, you have to have no empathy, you have to have no soul really to be involved in this. But when you take that amount of money. And that amount of and what it what it the the lifestyle that it provides these people, can you understand why they will do anything to keep that cash cow moving all the way up to including a nuclear war for crying out loud, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so so I don't believe it's a question of if it's going on. Well, it's definitely going on. Yeah. The the question is. Who is involved with it? And you judge them by their actions and not their words. And um, my mother used to tell me when I was growing up, you know, she used to bust me in a lie because uh, once I grew up, she told me how she caught me. (laughs) She Mm -hmm. said, the more defensive I got, the more she knew I was lying. Mm 
mm-hmm. <laughs> right? <laughs> and so you watch these people, and you watch how defensive they get and how adamant they are about standing up. Look at Joe Biden when he protects his son Hunter, you know, mm-hmm. or even this clip I played with John Kirby where he just he had nothing. He just said no and walked away from the podium. Questions that he really couldn't answer because he knew they were busted, you mm-hmm. know. So you you take all of this into context and you take the preponderance of evidence and you say, okay, is this happening or is this not happening? And my conclusion is yes. And the question is to what degree? And the degree, according to the government, 85,000. And if it's anything like the uh, uh, the COVID um, deaths or the COVID, you know, uh, the VAERS report, you have to take that figure and multiply it times 10 to 100. Would you agree with mm-hmm. that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so this is happening right under our noses, and this is being covered up even more than the other moles that are being covered up. And let me ask you this question, Murr, and I'm going to open up the phone lines here in a couple of minutes, but let me ask you this question. Do you think, in light of what we have seen over the past 40 years with Franklin and with Pizzagate and all of this stuff and Jimmy Savile, do you think that the the release of this movie – Based upon the fact that the vast majority of Americans are dumb, down, mind, dumb, Kool-Aid drinking normies, do you think this is going to wake up enough people to have an effect? Oh, Lord, I hope so. <laughs> you know, it's it's one thing, you know, people being dumbed down and everything, but if something catches fire, you know, if it catches the, enough of the attention, everyone just gets pulled along like by the golden goose or something, and they can't help but be somewhat awakened by it, you know, uh, when they see others affected all around them. And it, uh, so it, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Well, you know, you had mentioned, uh, what was it? Some kind of an event that they had, I guess it was within the past week where the, there was three flags up, two American flags and then the LGBTQ flag that was up there. Right. Oh, yeah. I said on my show the wrong day. I said uh, June 20th. It was June 12th. Okay. okay. That, the Monday before that. And it was, um, yep. And it had the uh, the flag that we think of the pride flag, but hanging with the stripes down. And above it, uh, at the end, there is, um, now Jesse described this as, uh, you know, this is war. Flags are used in war. And this is to show this is uh, our enemy and uh, they're our enemy. And they have the two stars and stripes on either side. So this is front and center. Now the piece at the end there is a chevron shape and it's white and then pink and blue and black and brown. And some people are saying, oh, well, that's pedophilia and uh, infants. And that's true, too. But in this case, the white stands for the light of Lucifer and the pink stands for the women of this Luciferian brotherhood who were behind this event and behind this gathering of willing blood offerings, which include menstrual blood. And now with boys and men where they want to put these uh, feminine products in their restrooms. And the reason is, is to normalize sodomy. That's where the blood will come from. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. I, 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 we're going to go to I, we're going to go to the bottom hour, hour of the break. But 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 when we get back from the break, I want to expound on that a bit. And I want folks, I want you to think about this when we go to the break. I want you to scroll back 30, 40, 50 years to a different time when we didn't see all of this. This stuff is now in our face. I mean, I I, I just I picked up, I don't know, 15 people just the other day in my Ubermobile. And one guy, and I call him a guy, his name was Ellie, and he reminded me of that Secretary of Health and Human Services. No. You know who I'm talking about? Okay. Rachel Levine. Yeah, Rachel Levine. He That's had a wrong. wig on, and I'm supposed to call him Ellie. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I didn't even know how to act. Uh, I, I didn't know what, how to act or what to say because I'm confined to the protocols of being inclusive and you know uber sends these text messages all the time about inclusive and everybody but you know and it's not even a prejudice as long as it doesn't affect me i don't have a problem with it but even when i don't i didn't even know how to address this person did i call him ellie and play his game or did i not and and i'm going i'm I'm going somewhere with this folks because when we get back from the break i'm going to expound on this from a different perspective 
but this is this is beyond the norm. This is they're pushing this uh, and and trying to make it normal, I guess, to what eventually legalize pedophilia. Is that what their direction is? Yeah, because uh, they're already going to be way beyond just pedophilia, you know. And you've probably heard about the panda panda eyes club, right? We can talk about that too, I guess. Uh, I haven't heard of it, but okay. <laughs> uh, hold on, I'm writing this down. The Panda Eyes? Panda Eyes Club. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, these uh, men that have babies. Okay, hold on. Opioids for the masses and many more. There's something for everyone, and new titles are added every month. Check out our catalog today at antelopehillpublishing.com and use code RBNREADERS2023 for 10% off your order. That's RBN Readers 2023 at antelopehillpublishing.com. Extendivite, a seven-herb combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. Extendivite is designed to strengthen the heart and arteries and help the body heal itself. Doctors are not able to explain the improvements they are seeing in their patients' health who are taking Extendivite. People who once needed more pills are now taking less and getting better. Due to the unexplainable improvements in their patients' health, more doctors are calling to order Extendivite for themselves. Help Extendivite make your doctor a believer. Extendivite is available in capsule or liquid form for just $69.95 for a two-month supply. To get started, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com Extend your life with Extendovite My name is John, I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee and after traveling so much to Europe, South America and trying so many different coffees that were so good and uh, every time I came back uh, to the US I was so disappointed with the coffee so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get, and you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. All right, folks, we're back with the National Intel Report. Uh, uh, yeah, I. I I got caught up. I don't know whether it's a technical issue. I didn't hear the music, so I might have got cut off a little bit. Uh, uh, we were talking during the break. But uh, I want to mention, folks, for those of you who don't know, uh, Murr actually has a show on Sundays at 2 p.m. Central called Yours Truly Murr. For those of you who haven't tuned in, you might want to do so. But getting back to this, Murr, uh, by the way, folks, I'll open the phone lines, 512-248-8252 if you want to call in. Put your two cents worth in and give a shout. Um, but you go back 30, 40, 50 years, and you look at this this country, and you look at the, the fact that none of this was going on. Yes, you would have the occasional gay person that was in the closet or whatever. And, I, you know, I'm not homophobic. They didn't offend me as long as they stayed in their own arena. They can do what they want to do behind closed doors. But – this has been pushed now for the last, what, 10, 15, 20 years. I think uh, Ellen DeGeneres comes out, and then all of a sudden, you know, uh, you know, it's Katie bar the door. But if you're looking at this from a different perspective, if you're looking at this from the eastern side of the world, for example, Russia, you see these um, uh, speeches that Putin puts on. He's got a thousand people in the room. All of them are white. None of them have blue hair. None of them have earrings and lipstick on or, or, you know, breasts with a beard. They're all normal-looking people. And so we are supposed to take and not only, um, uh, you know, deal with this, but we're also supposed to accept and then even taking it a step farther, 
Mer, pretend, as I do in my Uber, or I did in my Uber last week, that everything's fine. Mm -hmm. does, does that, I mean, is it just me? Does, is, is there something wrong with me for, for yeah. having, having a gut feeling going, well, how do I address this person? I don't yeah. want to offend them, but how do I not offend them when calling a man Ellie? You know, uh, I mean, I, I was really, and it's hard for me to be speechless, Murr, but I was speechless. I didn't know what to say. Um, that's, that's the best defense is you just have to remain quiet if you have to be exposed to that, um, you know, because it's awful. It's wrong, <laughs> you know. Well, you know, and, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, you know, we all in the past, or I don't care what people do in their bedroom. That was always the thing everyone said and until just recently, right? I mean, they mm -hmm. still say it, but it doesn't matter because they do so much more. Well, what I was saying during Pizzagate was, yeah, until they get bored and go out for pizza. You get my drift? Yeah, I yeah. get your drift. Well, I'll tell you what. we got the phone lines starting to load up here. Let's yeah. take a couple of phone calls and uh, um, see what the audience has to say. Let's go to first Francis in North Carolina. You're on with Michael and Murr. How are you, Francis? Well, hey, Francis. Hello there. Uh, <laughs> for one thing, I am looking for taking film, even though when my other half went to uh, look it up and so forth in the local theater, one has to be careful about when they look it up. It's not it may not always be on a July 4th uh, Tuesday. It may be showing on a different day than that, let alone time period. So people have to research that before actually going and not be disappointed. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to see if I can get, uh, sit through it and stomach what I end up uh, coming across in the film, uh, despite the fact they're be covering some very ugly scenarios. And I have to applaud... Uh, the fellow that's doing this film and his crew, for that matter, because the the people that are into this stuff, they don't deserve the, the, the right to procreate in a nutshell. They should either be neutered, spayed, or whatever the case is, because they don't deserve the honor of being able to do that. When they go and abuse a child, regardless of what their age is, uh, below the age of consent, whether it be 18, 21, or whatever. That is so wrong on so many levels. Well, now, if they have their way about it, Francis, with, uh, you know, the lesbians and the gay community, they couldn't procreate anyway, unless you believe the myth that men can have babies, you know. So, oh, please, don't start with that garbage. I well, mean, and behind... Behind that lies the, this whole motivation or agenda of population reduction. How how easy to do that by not being able to procreate if you're gay, <laughs> right? Well, Go ahead. well, the thing is that, one, they're looking at the aspect of being artificially inseminated, which is a blind uh, ruse for that matter, especially if you're trying to depopulate uh, the, uh, the um, population for that matter. So it's actually a two-faced uh, joke uh, and two-faced, uh, edge of a blade that people are falling for, for that matter, at their own peril. So, aside from that, I did actually have a commentary with my other half, uh, mentioned to him that, well, as I understand, these these children are being sponsored, and I said, who are, they, who are sponsoring these uh, kids or whatever? I said, oh, it's just family members that are here in the States or whatever. I said, my dear, those family members don't have that kind of money to do that, to start with, to send money back to begin with. And that's what it dawned on me. There are sponsors for these kids. It's called corporations and companies. They have the money to do that, but there's a catch-22 to that. Uh, besides the aspect of, of bringing the kids in, you have all the sex they want with them, derive their blood, derive their organs, you name it, whatever, their, uh, the endocrine system and so forth. And yet, people are turning and say, well, it doesn't affect me. So whenever I see a child out in the everyday life, and I adore that child, I just simply remind that child to remember and mind their parents. And the same for the parents, mind your child. Because if sometimes that child ends up missing and they wonder, oh, my gosh, what did I do, what did I do? It's called paying attention and keeping your child within eye view. Now, that being with the public school system, that's a little more difficult unless you start doing homeschooling. That's a different story. Besides, if you do homeschooling, they'll get a lot better education and a bunch of uh, gender-bending garbage and who knows what 
that really is not going to serve them one bit. Uh, I, I agree. Makes- Listen, uh, Francis, I've got to let you go. My phone lines are loaded, and I'm, I'm, I'm oh short on time. But I, 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 I appreciate your input. Did you want to add anything, Mer? Uh, well, to that, but I also just wanted to quickly say, when you're talking about the 80s, the Dutro affair in Belgium, that's D-U-T-R-O-U-X, if people want to look into that. And I'll send you some information. Uh, okay. That that was pretty nasty. And also uh, an article in the UNS Review by Larry Romanoff, who's the richest man in the world, talking about the exponential amounts of money that, you know, makes Gates and them look like pikers, you know? Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. I think Francis hit on a good point. These sponsors are really like this converted hotel in Benson, Arizona. It's corporate entities that are sponsoring these uh, naive, you know, underprivileged, whatever, to do what they want to do with. That makes a lot of sense, Francis. Um, yeah, but there's also people like Bob Hope, okay? there, There's a behind-the-scenes sponsor, like I think of a Cisco Wheeler, he sponsored. So there are individuals that you never hear about because this isn't the kind of thing you hear about. You know, I mean, they end up having to have all kind of surgery to put themselves back together. Right, right. All right. Thanks I'm for the call, Francis. I, 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 take I, care. I was real cool. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, uh, Laura in Michigan, Tom in Florida, you'll be up. Uh, but I'm going to go to Pat in Texas first. Pat, you're on with Michael and Murr. Go ahead. Hi, Michael. Um, I, I was talking about this to Steve uh, Elkins yesterday, uh, that uh, Trump has been blowing up these tunnels where uh, they have these kids hidden. And the Marines are getting the kids out, and they actually show pictures if you look in the right place. And and, uh, and it sounds, it's, it'll register like an earthquake on the Richter scale, but uh, but earthquakes on the Richter scale, they go down all the time. Uh, but right. these don't. Man-made so ones. Yeah, man-made Pardon? ones have have a higher uh, the uh, the aftershocks are higher than the initial shocks, which gives you a clue that they're man-made. Yeah, right. And so uh, I believe it. I believe he's doing it. And and uh, uh, well, did I hear you right? Did I hear you say Trump is blowing these up? Yeah. Yes. Pardon me. And okay. this goes back. This goes back. You know, when he was obviously sitting in office, whether he is or not now. Well, that was an well, executive order, I believe he signed in 2017, was it, on the, yeah, uh, the traffic? December, December 21st, it was put out to hold the funds of uh, all these people. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And that's yeah. what set the ball rolling in motion for to get Epstein and Maxwell and all of them. Right, right. And there's been uh, thousands of people that have been busted. And again, that's probably just one of a myriad of reasons why they want to put him away or assassinate him or whatever, because he, he meant what he said. And, now, you what, know, yeah, I was just going to say what Pat said, um, and I had told Robert Ravel uh, one time calling in into his show because it hit me. You know, at China Lake, there had been <clears throat> two strong earthquakes and the second one stronger. And then shortly after, there was the same thing over in Puerto Rico. And I said, up, oh, double tap China Lake, double tap Puerto Rico. What did they do? Did they take out maglev trains? I think hmm. they did. Interesting. Pat, did you want to I add think, anything before I let you go? Well, I think it's going on all over the whole world. Like the Vatican had uh, a lot of other stuff stored in tunnels, money and all that kind of stuff. I think that's gone too. Okay. So. All right. Well, thanks for the call. I appreciate the input, Pat. Let's move along. Let's go to Tom in Florida. Tom, you're on with Michael and Murr. How are you doing? Tom in Florida. Hi, Tom. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, what I want to talk about is uh, you were talking about Pelosi, Pigs Pelosi, Paul Pigs Pelosi. You remember he was supposedly hammered a year ago by a homosexual, yeah. it could have been a homosexual love affair? Uh, you know, right. the media dropped that like a, uh, like a ton of bricks. They don't want to talk what actually happened. Whatever happened to the guy that hammered him with the hammer? You haven't had or heard a word about the guy that was supposedly hammering this guy. Uh, it, it, this whole thing has been a giant cabal. It's all cabal. Well, the question, Tom, let me interject here. It's not, it goes a few weeks before that when there was a, evidently there was a young male in his car when he got arrested for for drunk driving. But the question I have, it's not really him, it's her. First of all, what's she doing married to him? And secondly, what is her sexual preferences to be married to a guy like that? What is she doing behind the scenes? Anybody ever thought about that? 
Well, I wouldn't doubt. I wouldn't doubt she has something going on with her nephew uh, uh, Newsom. Who, who, kind of weird stuff up there too, with Newsom and her are related uh, or something. Uh, that, I don't know. That's a that's a thought. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, but here, here's, um, what I, here's what I want to talk about. Can I talk about this now, real quickly? I want to talk yeah, about Lorena, Lauren, Lorna Bobbitt. She um, has already said that she's on the news today. It's all over the news. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention. But she said this she's guy, She's a guy who cut off her ship. husband's penis, right? No, 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 she's, no. No, the lady no. in Colorado. No, you're, not, Congress, you're talking about John Bobbitt. The Congresswoman Congress that packs... Oh, Lorna, Bobber, Lorna, Bobber, Lorna, Bobber, Lorna, not Bobbitt. Bobber. Lauren Bobert. Bobert. Okay, That's what go I ahead. meant to say, Lauren Bobert. Okay. Well, Lorena Bobert's what you said. All right, go ahead. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, okay? Lorna Bobert. That's Bobert. okay. Okay, yeah. Okay. We know about John. Uh, that is, that's another situation. Uh, you know what? You know what uh, Jeffrey Dahmer said to her. Lauren Bobert. Did you ever hear that one? Yeah. No. What? Lorena Bobbitt. He said he's no. going to eat that. Okay. Can no. I well, can let's... I finish now? Yes. Go ahead. Here's, here's what I want to say. I want to say this. She came out on the news, and all these congresswomen, the women have more balls than the men. And she said that Adam Schiff cost American taxpayers thirty-eight million dollars for the Russia collusion. And she wanted to sue him, and they wouldn't uh, let the Congress sue, but they actually got him expunged from the speaking. Here, in the meantime, all these Jews in the uh, Democratic Party are rallying around Adam Schiff, knowing this guy was a full, bold-faced liar, lying his ass off to the American public about Trump, and he still sits in Congress, and he wants to be a United States senator from California. Hello? I'm here. Hello? I'm so, here. here. Here we go. Uh, this this Adam Schiff is getting away with murder. He was getting sponsored billions of dollars from a guy named Ed Buck. I'm sure you heard about Ed Buck. Oh, yeah. For Americans uh, in Manson who got murdered or died of drug overdoses. You heard Ed, about that? Ed Buck, is, Ed Buck is in prison now. Yes. Two men were died died on his premises. I know all about it. Yeah, and Adam Schiff was getting uh, uh, donations from this guy, and so was Hillary. Hillary Clinton. Right. They both were getting right. big money from this guy, Buck. Here, this guy, Adam Schiff, lied to the American public, Russia collusion, Russia, Russia. They impeached Donald Trump twice. How come Joe Biden has been, been impeached and put in Leavenworth prison for right now what he's done with the border? Allowing all these people to die from fentanyl. Chinese coming, uh, young men at uh, 19 years old from China and coming into the border by the thousands. For what? What's, what's going on here? And white Americans are sits back and take it how they're racist they are. We're the racist. Founding fathers were 99.9% were white uh, males. But we're, they're all racist. And we're supposed to take this by the Zionists? Would you allow that? Would that be allowed in Israel, that all the Jews in the state of Israel? Other, uh, mon- Think about that. Okay. I, the Jews I, are allowed, I, I, allowed I, to come I, over here and tear our monuments down? But we okay, can't do that. They wouldn't Tom, allow that Tom, 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 listen. I've got to let you go, buddy, because I'm running out of time. Matter of fact, I'm going to skip the break because my right phone ahead. lines are loaded up. Okay. I appreciate the call. Yeah. You're right. Okay. I have got, gone down the rabbit hole on Adam Schiff. Uh, despicable character. Merge, do you want to add anything before we uh, uh, go to the next call? Uh, sure. Just real quick about Adam Schiff and the helicopter ride and the standard hotels. You remember? Oh, yeah. 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 All right. Tom, thanks, God. Well, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Thirty-eight million dollars later, Michael. Thirty-eight million dollars later, what a lie! It's all been a giant. I know. Ball. Thank you. Have a good just day. a question. Yeah, it's a question Thank of how much money they've actually spent on this fraud that comes out of the taxpayers' pocket. All right, let's go to Laura in Michigan. Laura, you're on with Michael and Murr. What's on your mind, girl? Hi, Mike and Murr. I wish Hi. some people would stay with the topic. You know that the host <laughs> has. Anyway, I was going to tell you last week I turned on Catholic radio and they were having a funeral. I thought, well, who's this funeral for? Here's the story. Uh, a, man, a truck driver picked up a box from a, a abortion doctor, and he didn't. He, he figured what was in it, so he took it right to the Catholic Church. He figured they would do something with it, so they did. They 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 opened the box up, and what it was in it: 110 fetuses. And at the very bottom was five almost full-term babies. One was pink, which means that baby probably was outside the, and had gotten some oxygen. So anyway, they took the five to the authorities to show them that you know, this guy was doing late-term abortions, which is illegal. Who knows if anything will happen? And then they were having a, a mass, and 
a funeral for the 110 fetuses, had a burial ground, and a headstone and everything for them. And who knows who well, that was? I wonder who that box was going to. I don't know, but it might have been a, 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 the box that's worth $77,000, and they ran out of barrels. What do you think, Murr? <laughs> Yeah, probably. I don't know. I don't know, but that, that's interesting, and it just like, it lends credence to what we're talking about because yeah. this is a taboo story, but it has to be told, especially yeah. in light of this upcoming movie. So thank mm -hmm. you. I appreciate that. Anything else you want to add before I go to the next caller, Laura? No, that's it. I just wish people would stay on topic. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank, thank you. Later. Bye. Thank you. All right, let's go to Wayne in Texas. Thanks for holding Wayne. You're on with Mike Lenmer. What's on your mind? Yeah, hi, Mike. I just wanted to touch base on a couple of things you've been discussing here. And uh, first up is uh, I happened to uh, attend a protest against a pride event at a school uh, in uh -huh. my area. And I live in a very conservative uh, county in Texas here. But you can see exactly what they do. They, they create a, like a carnival-like atmosphere. You see young people running around, 9, 10 years old, in rainbow hair and hot pants. And they're handing out decals with Jesus in a pride flag robe you know, a multicolored robe, and that's how they're getting some of these kids. But once you, you start talking to these people, they act like demons. They don't, want, they don't want to have anybody question what they're doing. They think they're doing the absolute right uh, thing right here. Um, also, I know you're pressed for time, but in this illegal immigration thing, there's three steps to this. We're, we're seeing the invasion, and they're also going to colonize, and then they're going to conquer. They even have a word for it called Reconquista. So people better understand what's mm -hmm. really going on right under their, their noses right now. Reconquista and La Raza, right? Exactly. Uh, but it's interesting, Wayne and, and Murr, I want you to comment on this, but it's interesting that you brought that up because you're talking about carnival atmosphere. That's, what, that's the same thing they do, Wayne, when you have these weekend, and everybody's seen them, these weekend car events. You know, the, the dealerships, when, you know, weekend event, 4th of July event, sale for blah, blah, blah. So they put all these colors and balloons up there and to draw the people in. That's what they're doing with these children, from what you're yeah. telling me, correct? Yeah. That's absolutely correct. And, uh, again, we, we had young kids flipping us off. I mean, 9, 10 years old, they're flipping us the burden because they're doing exactly the same thing their parents are doing. So these people are sick. They're twisted. But I tell you, I urge everyone, if you can find one of these events to go to with some friends, make some signs. You'll have more fun just, you know, uh, making these people go nuts seeing you there because they don't want to be seen. People don't want to see you them see you pulling uh, them into the uh, the parking lots and all that. So I highly recommend tr doing that for on a okay. weekend or something. Mur, did you want to comment on this? Yeah, that might be a good idea if you feel pulled to do that. But I I keep thinking pray. There's a lot of prayer needed. You have to pray. You have to pray, but you need action to go with the prayer. You just can't sit there in, in a corner raising your hands people. praying. Oh, that's right. You have to expose evil, but you don't want to be part of it. So I'm just saying. Well, yeah, but the bottom line is, is that, they, I mean, you know, I take this from the, the timeline of going back into the 60s, 70s and 80s and this gradual flow, just like James Perloff when he was talking about the history of TV, the gradual flow over time. They've got this now in our face and now they're in our schools and now they are they are brainwashing our children into questioning their their, you know, uh, uh Wee wee, or questioning their foo foo, right? And oh, if you don't want one, we can take care of that for you, and you can become a girl. Well, they're too young to even know, or have an answer, or even you know, haven't even thought about it. They don't even think about sex. You know, you this know? is this is demonic. I saw a short video a woman made of herself in Target, and how they had taken out the display, and she was so offended. She didn't want to bring her uh, whatever he she little child. She'd been convinced that they weren't what they were. You know, and oh, I don't want them to come here and see that they've taken it all away. You know, it's it just, it's sad. It's very evil. It's sad, and it's also offensive. Wayne, would you agree? I mean, it's offensive to me because, again, I'm, I'm not a person that, you know, I can put myself in just about any situation and not feel uncomfortable. But I have to tell you, twice in my Ubermobile last week, I felt uncomfortable. And I can't say anything because if I say something, I'll get banned and they'll call me a racist or a white supremacist or something like that. All that person has to do is complain that I said anything that offended them and I am the bad guy. Okay? And then they'll try to make you come get them in a, in a bad neighborhood. 
<laughs> yeah, well, well, a lot of this, Mike, a lot of this stuff has started with this new Department of Education character, this Cardona fella. You know, he's come uh-huh. in and uh, totally wrecked the schools with CRT, the trans uh, situation, and uh, everything else that they're doing to ruin our education system. So you know, people need to really point you know the finger at these folks because that's where it starts at the top, and all their their mindless. Uh, you know, philosophies and everything else that are designed, they're just following the Communist Manifesto and the Communist Rules for Revolution, right down to a right. T. No, yeah. I agree so. with you. I agree. It's also in the Protocols of the Learned Elders of Zion. I was okay. going to say, Stephen Weiss, a rabbi in 1935, said, Communism, I call what it is, Judaism. Mm-hmm. Okay? Right. And the CRT, this critical race theory, we should never have a head of education. That should be local. And, and exactly. you know, also, also the corporations are being pushed into this with this ESG. They're getting benefits if they go along with this, and like with Target or with Budweiser. But they're getting ostracized if they don't go along with it. Right. And even even last week, I get paid on Tuesdays. Okay, and and uh, my my paycheck is processed on Monday. All right, but last week I didn't get paid till Wednesday, and I'm trying to figure out why because. The left-wing organization that I work for, Extreme Left, guess what? They were off for the day because of Juneteenth, yeah. celebrating you know this whole thing. They've got a national holiday for it. I mean, could it oh, get geez. any worse, right? So you, you know, Mike. One thing too, we need to we need to put pressure in these churches. You know, the churches should be out there front and center. You know, lining up these streets when they have these events because you know, again, they're the ones who, who talk about it all day long and and how we should follow in the Bible and all that. Well, you know, but they're they, all but these, Wayne, Wayne. They won't talk about it because they're under five hundred one c three to get their oh, tax free money. Okay, yeah, I know. and and, I know about and, and you know what is it? What is it? Uh, I don't. I can't remember the, uh, the the section in the Bible that talks about uh, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, um, <laughs> uh, not homophobia. What's uh, homosexuality? Homo- there you go. Homosexuality. It's in the Bible, but no pastor will talk about it because they'll lose their funding. In okay? Deuteronomy, it says, "Don't have a whore for sale in church." And don't have a dog for sale. A dog is a sodomite. Okay, in the Bible. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. But they won't. But they won't talk about it. So to get the churches out there, and I've been in front of pastors before. I've talked to them, and I've refused to go to their churches because of this, because they have kowtowed and they have they have uh, surrendered to this five hundred one c three, where the where government dictates what they can and cannot say. Yeah. Well, right. well, I think I think people need to break away from that because they know the, these these churches are bought and paid for with the uh, with all the tax benefits. So, but the real activists, the real you know hardcore Christians, need to break away from that. Don't follow that pastor anymore because he's a fraud. The pastor just I a agree. Fraud. I, I we agree. Need, we don't need any earthly intermediary. We just need to follow Jesus Christ, and we need to mankind all of these things. I agree. There's the music. Wayne, thanks a lot for the call. Thanks to all the callers, Tom and Pat and Laura and Francis, all of them. And thank you, Murr. I appreciate you you coming on and spending an hour. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, By the way, yours truly, Murr, 2 o'clock Central on Sundays. Tune into our show, folks. See you next week. Thanks for now. Bye for now. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Here's some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D printed underground bunker in just one day. An excavator digs a hole in your backyard, and 3dbunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. They 
can print as many rooms as you want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube 3DBunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3DBunkers.com for more details or visit 3DBunkers.com. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth.